Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Barstool Big Cat. Host of Pardon My Take. And voluminous tweeter at Barstool Big Cat. It's time for his weekly conversation with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN 1000. Now in the street, right. Wednesdays with Barstool Big Cat, usually at four. But uh, he's in studio now, an hour early, and he's brought to you by Stella Blue Coffee. Get yours at StellaBlueCoffee.com, and a portion of the proceeds goes to Pause Chicago. A lot has happened. Since the last time we spoke to yes. Big Cat. Have you yes. sobered up? Oh, there's the bus that Carmen's talking about. Wait, why is that in here? They had to borrow That's a bus from us because they don't have double-decker no buses way. in Kansas City. Oh, man. Yeah, Super Bowl happened. Vegas. Free throws. Free throws. Oh, my God. That was something. You were drunk in Mexico. Drunk in Mexico. Uh, yeah, life is good, though. But now you have to come back and decipher Justin Fields' Instagram activity. You, you know who he didn't unfollow? You. Me. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I double-checked. Uh, th- th- listen, everyone's freaking out about Justin Fields unfollowing the Bears. Isn't this how kids, it could mean, youngsters... It could mean literally anything. It could mean that he doesn't want to play for the Bears anymore. Right. It could mean that he hates the organization. It could mean literally anything. It doesn't... Isn't this how... Yo- I said kids. I meant young people. Isn't this how young people kind of communicate sometimes now, well, especially with social media? Maybe it's as simple as uh, he doesn't really like the content. I mean, not a lot of highlights to show, right? It's kind of boring in the offseason. Well, doesn't he have he's some... He's going to opt out. I mean, he has some yeah. impact on what highlights are running. Like, these guys really aren't doing anything for me right now. Didn't they just do a montage of all of his highlights like yeah, two weeks ago? ago? Yeah, yeah. And then everybody said, well, he's coming back. Definitely coming back. No, it's over. Yeah, it is. it's over. Then Kevin Warren just basically talked about how much he loves him. Yeah, yeah. with Jared Payton. Yeah, yeah, it's over. I wouldn't be connecting any dots for any reason. You know, it's over. Yeah, that's all. Right. Yeah, that's the it's, only it's, dot it's, to connect. Point A to point B. Yeah. It's over. Yeah, move on. We're good. To, we're good to move on. Did you guys win the Super Bowl? No, I, I lost every bet I made. You didn't bet the yeah, Chiefs? no, I, I had the Chiefs on the money oh, okay, line. All right, good, yeah. good, 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 yeah. good, good. Yeah, so did I. I mean, the guy just, that's what he does. He's unbelievable, isn't he? That's what he does. It's unbelievable. It's, it's gotten to the point, too, where it's just like, this will go down as, it, it, I've gotten over the whole Mitch thing, but he, when <laughs> no, he goes down as the greatest no, of all yeah. time, you it's going to hurt that. even more. You Did, haven't gotten over that. I have a little bit. What were you saying when, when, when the 49ers decided to take the football? I thought it was the dumbest decision I've yeah. ever seen. I said that in at the moment we were live streaming, I said that's the dumbest decision. I tweeted it. It made no sense, and I'm convinced, I will be convinced to my dying day that they did not understand overtime rules. Well, let, let, let me ask you this. How can Shani be one of the smartest offensive minds in the game and then not know that part? They got blind spots. All these guys do. It I mean, never he's had happened. clock management issues. He's had, you know, look at these. He's, he's had, not good with the clock at the he's end. He's not good has, with the clock. No. He's not good with the, you know, he's, he's given up leads. In the Super Bowl, three times as offensive coordinator and a head coach, like they have blind spots, and it's it's crazy. But I really truly believe that because there's no. I was debating it forever. There's no explanation to not wanting the ball second when you know. Okay, this is what they did. Now we have four downs to work with. You give Patrick Mahomes four downs. That's death. Like the the what, what was it like the fourth play on that drive they was had a fourth, fourth and one on yeah. a on the twenty five yard line. 
That's a punt. Because if right, if you'd have kicked off to them and held them right. on third down, they would have punted. Too. Right, yeah. exactly. So, but we would all still agree that if Shanny was available, we'd trade. Oh, in a heartbeat. Draft picks to bring in him in as our heartbeat. coach. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Yeah. In an absolute heartbeat. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's been a, it's been a good good time. And the forty one free throws took a lot <sighs> out of me. How long was time? This? So yeah, it was it was a stupid challenge. I guess it's the so it's the. Um, NBA record, team record, is 40 free throws uh, in a row. I think the Heat have it. So we're like, let's break it. Let's go 41. And we had stipulations where Dave, who's not good at basketball, had to 15, 30, and 41. I had to hit at least two. And it took, I he think. He had mulligans, too, I, Yeah, we yeah. had one mulligan around. I don't think the Heat had mulligans when they yeah, set the record. Listen, there's lane violations. Okay. Yeah, you All never right. know. Right. Uh, and it took us 16 hours. Um, <laughs> and we got lucky. Are you, you were fearful you were going to miss your Scott, trip. Scott Morris, I don't know how we found you. He played. A, he was a sharpshooter for University of New Hampshire, and he he had DM'd one of my uh, producers, Jake, and we were like at seven in the morning. We're like, just get here, just come here, and he could hit everything. He was incredible. Was he the guy who hit like the first five yeah, or something? Yeah, yeah, he was incredible. And Pat Bev showed up in the middle of the night. So um, it was yeah, we were bringing in old barstool guys. It was crazy. Was so. this one of these things where you thought it was going to be difficult, but when it started to unfold, you're like, holy hell, this this is really much more difficult than we thought. We got to 38 at like 6:30 p.m. Yeah, like two and a half hours in, I was yeah. like, I'm gonna be home for dinner. Yeah, and then next thing you know, it's like four in the morning. It's getting bleak. You're calling your travel agent to oh, reschedule man. your. To I, Mexico. So I went home to take my son to school at 7 in the morning. I was like, I'm leaving for 35 minutes. I'm going to take him to school. I'll be right back. When I got home, it was not a good scene. I was not I was not welcomed with opening with open arms after spending an all-nighter shooting free throws with the fellas. So uh, I'm happy that it ended when it did, and I was able to get on my flight to vacation. So why wouldn't the Heat just do this tomorrow and break the record? Well, I mean, they have to do it in a game. And if they break it, we'll just break it again. What do you mean they have to do it in a game? We did it in a game. We had all the, you know, we had thousands, you know, 40,000 people. They don't even have a stadium big enough for, for the is, heat. This is a, not an official Guinness Book of World Records we record. We have 40,000 people watching us. We will do it. If they break it, I will, we okay. will do it again. I hope it doesn't happen because I don't want to do it again. What had more views? Did this have more views or did Jersey Jerry? I think Jerry's trying? did, yeah, just because it went longer. It went an extra, like, through the an extra night. Challenge, yeah. yeah, It went Tuesday night to Thursday morning. We went uh, Monday afternoon to Tuesday morning. Question is, though, did Tom Brady reach out to you guys the way he did to no, Jerry? No, I don't think. I think if we had gone a few more hours, maybe we would have gotten that. But, uh, yeah, I got home. I slept. I The first day of vacation, I got to Mexico. I slept for, like, eight hours. It was bad. That went over as well Not, not also. great, not great, not great. But I'm back. I feel good. I, feel, I have my strength back. What's next? Me. What's on the agenda? What's on the to-do list? Yeah, I, I don't know how you guys come up with this stuff. Yeah, I don't know. We, uh, we Actually, we're, we're kicking around one that's going to be the worst thing we ever do. Really? Can yeah. you give us a little hint? Yeah, it's going to be a, uh, a Daytona 500 in go-karts on our basketball court. <sighs> and we did the math, and it's 9,000 laps. No, you can't do that. So that will take you probably, like, I don't know, three days. Wait, explain. Go ahead. We're going to go to the extent of the same distance. Around the court to reach 500 miles. And we did the math, and it's 9,000 miles. There's no chance you can do that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. That one's going to be tough. Like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little nervous about that one. And how many guys? How many cars? You guys are going to go I think it's going to be three cars and then teams of three so we can do shifts. 
Oh, yeah. I how like many how days? They, they make the rule. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, I mean I'm gonna get, I don't know how I'm going to fit in a go-kart. It's going to be a problem. I'm going to look like Donkey Kong. I love go-karting. Yeah. Though. Oh, it's the best. Do you best. love go-karting go 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 for three straight days without stopping? Not on a little basketball yeah. court Go-karting is the one thing that you thought, like, when it's it's go-karting and driving a golf cart. When you thought you got your license, you're like, yeah. that won't be fun anymore. It's still just yeah. It's still fun. Yeah, it's still fun. Have you re- used- when's the last time you wrecked a golf cart? I've never wrecked a really? golf cart. I've come so close. Those are some of the best videos on, on oh, it, yeah. in the internet is people uh, taking golf have carts. Have you wrecked a golf cart? Oh, yeah, yeah. What, what did you do? I uh, went down a hill too fast with my brother and tipped it, skidded all the way down the road. No way. Yeah. You remember that fad a couple years ago where guys were hitting each other yes. in the golf carts? That ruled. Yes. <laughs> guys oh. would be in their backswing and someone would just <laughs> run them over. That was so funny and I felt so bad because like, people were getting actually oh, injured. Hurt. But yeah. that was one of those moments that you had to just say, are you laughing? Yes, every time. Yes. No matter what. No I don't doubt. want people to keep doing it, but if right. you do it and you show it to me, I will laugh. Going full speed, yeah. just running somebody over. In their over. backswing, just <laughs> running them over. I was just like, I laughed every time. Oh, yeah. Every time. Like a linebacker. Yeah. It oh, was great. Yeah. Speeding golf cart. Did you see uh, our old friend uh, Bobby Portis came by last night, too? I saw that. Yeah. I did, yeah. So he, he's on the All-Star break, and he just figured to come by? I think, he, I think he still has a place in Chicago, and he couldn't find a gym. And he got in touch with me with someone, through someone else, and he was like, can I do a workout? And I was like, yeah, sure. What kind of workout was he doing? I left him alone. Yeah. I watch college basketball because I didn't want to bother yeah. him. So, yeah, he was going through a full workout. Nice. Hopefully that becomes a norm. Just like, the guys, come on through. Random basketball yeah, players come just want to get you in a workout. charge them yeah. like it's a Planet Fitness. Well, the only thing that we they do charge them is... They yeah, have a membership. They have to play Jersey Jerry one-on-one after. So At the end, it's yeah. a cool down. Yeah, that's that's the rule. But, yeah, that was fun, too. So And, and I the draft, uh, you know, we were just talking off-air, but, like, going to Indy this next week... Feels like it's finally real, right? Like the first pick, it's finally real. We're going to finally figure it out. Are we? Where's your confidence level that the decision is made and you know exactly what's going to happen? I think it's Caleb Williams, and I think it's I'm pretty 90% confident. And if it's 90? not, if it's not, I'll say this. I ran into a, some guy stopped me in, in the casino in Vegas, and he was a big Bears fan. He said, I love listening to you guys on, on Waddle and Sylvie. And he's like, what do we do? With the pick, and I was like, Caleb Williams, and I told him, but if it's Drake May, we just pretend that we always hated Caleb Williams, and it's easy as that. Yeah, Drake May was always the guy. If it ends up it's being just a that, smoke screen, yeah, that's exactly. all it was. It's a little smoke screen, yeah. But yeah, this is uh, th- this is like we had this little break, this two week break. Now when Indy starts, like now it's really draft season. Now the nerves start coming well, back. Thi- Where they screw this up? I think that the odds. On DraftKings, they went to like I think just or uh, Caleb Williams being selected by the Bears first overall is like minus one thousand. Right, and I feel like it's real. Like I don't, I don't think because wasn't it? Didn't we trade when we had it last year? Didn't we trade the pick like right around now? Uh, uh, right after the combine. Right yeah. after the it combine. Was okay. Right after. So, and I, I think you won't see that. Like I think if there's if there is a trade, it's going to be almost on draft night. Right. Uh I think it's going to happen sooner rather than later because I I think that they don't want to be caught with you know more quarterbacks than seats left when the music starts and then stops. But don't you think that it would be it would behoove the Bears, the big word by me, uh to wait to the, the Bears? last Bears second. Bears isn't a big word. The, behoove the Bears to wait to the last second and see if that like insane offer cuz that's when when you have a deadline are they going to get an insane offer? But when you, you have, have a deadline, for teams for the, panic for Fields or for the one pick. Well, for the one pick, that would make more sense if they're open to doing that. Yeah. But with Fields, I think 
If someone wants him badly, yeah, they're going right to yes. want to do it. And I guess that takes a little leverage out of out of our hands if they trade feels like right now. Because then you don't, then you can't play the game of well, we're not even drafting a quarterback. I don't know how much leverage they. I mean, you have leverage because you own the pick, but I think everybody knows what they're going to do. Yeah, but someone's going to want. Someone wants Caleb Williams. Someone's, Is there anything that anybody could give you to give up Caleb Williams? Yes. What if the Commanders trade? If we swapped one and two, yeah. and you thought Drake May was was okay. a good a good quarterback prospect, and the Commanders threw in. Their second round pick, which I think was that the Montez Sweat pick, would they give us back the yeah. Montez Sweat pick? Uh, they threw in the second round and then a first rounder next year. I think you it'd be see, tough. but you, you you can't love Caleb Williams under that circumstance. Right. I love draft picks. I know you do, I but you can't you can't picks. love Caleb Williams because a say, draft pick could be anything, Sylvie, including nothing, a- including a boss. Yeah. It could be better than Caleb Williams. Not even ten Caleb Williams. Not see true. how that works? Not true. It's the future. It's the still, idea. Is this how you got drunk. to be the 41st most powerful person yeah, in that, Chicago? I don't, I don't like that list. They kind of took a shot at me with the Krista Thompson part of that. Where they're like, oh, oh yeah. I didn't even read the description. Yeah, 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 really. Really. Was there a description there? Yeah, it was just like, they, it was like Krista. Let's read the article. Yeah, yeah, Krista Thompson. Can you read that for us? Yeah. I'm, I'm obviously uh, appreciative, but come on. What am I, just a number? I don't like press. I don't because you know what I've been I've been sh- I've been hurt too many times in the mainstream you're not, you're media. Not hurt. You're Teflon. No, but I've been hurt too many times in the mainstream media that like anytime any mainstream media starts paying attention, it's like go away, just leave us alone, let us do our thing, let us shoot our free throws and, and race our go karts. You'd rather just be under the radar. A- yeah, exactly. Because I have an audience. The audience loves us. Like that's all I need. So I learned that mod- with the Barstool Vantage. So, Waddle, have you have you looked at this? I have not. Okay, so yeah. I've got it in front of me. I okay. want to quiz you on this. Okay, yeah. I believe this is the same list where at one time Theo was number one. Okay, isn't this probably? The, so it's the fifty most powerful Chicagoans ranked. So Physically it's powerful. All, it's like all politicians or- and stuff. Sure. Well, their power. I mean, they've got the power. I don't want to be on a list with politicians. So, Politics are. The sub-headline says, who's in charge here? The heavy hitters in our Power 50 know how to use their influence to make things happen in Chicago. I'm already out on this list. No, no, you're number 41. And beyond. Who's number one? Uh, Number one is going to be Jerry Reinsdorf. It is not. Because he's getting a billion dollars. (laughs) Ronnie Wu. I was surprised where Jerry was. I got to scroll down to find him because he was not as high as I thought he would be. Well, I mean, if you listen to Jerry Reinsdorf, you know, press conference in the Mike last Madigan. year, he, he, they would think that I have more money than him. <laughs> I, I, not Madigan uh-huh. anymore. You're you're getting warmer now. Is it, is it the Brandon, mayor? Brandon yeah. Johnson. Brandon's number two. Mr. Mayor's number two. Okay. Uh, is this Chicago or the state of Illinois? Well, you, you live in Chicago. Like, you uh, have so a residence Pritzker's in Chicago. One. Pritzker's, Pritzker's one. one. Yeah, that makes sense. Pritzker one. Brandon Johnson, number two. See, I don't want to be on this list. Danny Zetterman, three. Tony Preckwinkle is number three. Stacey Davis Gates, who's in charge of the I Teachers you were say Union. Stacey King. No. <laughs> Sriracha! <laughs> number four. And Dick Durbin is number five. Okay? Like, I saw the United Chairman is on this list. Yes, come on. I don't want the guy in charge of uh, United. Like, where Kirby's, are Kirby's the CEO. I, think, the I CEO, do think that the, I think the CEO of uh, Pause Chicago was who nominated me. I don't even know uh-oh. how this works. So I appreciate her because that I care a lot about that. And then they didn't mention Pause Chicago in the list. Uh, Would have been nice. Who's the highest sports person? 
Jed? Jed? No, I, no, I, no. I don't think I saw Jed on the list. Did I? Was Jed on the list? No. Okay. Well, good. it would have to be. It would have to be Reinsdorf. No, he owns it was, two teams. It was not Jerry. No. Wow. Kevin Warren. Uh, Kevin Warren is on the list, and I believe he was second as sports people. Yeah, second among sports people. You're you're missing an obvious one. This is really the dead time of sports, huh? No, it's not. It's actually a bit, very busy time of sports. But this is this is <laughs> Cairo you. Santos. You're, you're getting your Cairo Santos is, is the most yes. powerful yes. sports figure in Chicago. Yes. No, yes. this is uh, Tom Ricketts. Oh, Tom Ricketts. Okay. Tom Ricketts well, is number would, eleven on the list. I would think it would, but but Jerry owns two teams, not one. Yeah, but, but they both they're suck. both like half <laughs> equals one total. Kevin Warren is number 20 on the list. Wow. Laura Ricketts is number 21 on the list. Just I want to know who's Kevin in Warren. front of Big Cat and who's behind Big Cat. Yes, that, that's where I went. Jerry Reinsdorf is number 26. Okay. Would that surprise you? Yes, totally. At 88, Reinsdorf is in the twilight of his career. Still, he controls two beloved civic assets. And with the White Sox lease a guaranteed rate field expiring in 2029, he has dangled the threat of relocation to another city unless Chicago gives him what he wants. Who can actually ask for $1 billion from the state and not be laughed out of the conversation? That's a good question. And it, it's Jerry. Yeah. So he's got to be higher than yeah. that. Yeah. Danny Wirtz is number 30. So uh, there's another sports guy. Number, I want to know number 40. Yes, I'm getting there right now. scrolling 36. Tony Petiti is number 36. Do you know Tony Petiti? Yeah, Big 10, 10 commissioner. Yes, used to be with baseball. Alex Janulius is number 37. Was Ken Griffin number one or two on this list a while ago before he moved his uh He only played for the to... Sox for a year. Different guy. <laughs> different Ken Griffin. Ken Griffin Jr. <laughs> All right, so number 40. Is uh, David Flom is is Susanna Mendoza? Okay, the controller of the state of Illinois, number cruncher, nerd. <laughs> is that what the controller does? I I don't know. I, they, don't they need don't. Do hey, you know listen, what, I, you know what I, they I, need? I, they you, need a new calculator you, because all their numbers right suck. now. I want to say this right now to Susanna, if you're listening, and you uh, assess my property taxes. I did not mean that. I didn't mean to call you a nerd. Unless you think yourself a nerd, then it's you're a, a nerd. She inherited a fiscal mass and right. worked to stabilize don't, the department. Don't make me pay more. In you property know who taxes. could help us? Who's at number 41? You yeah. just oh, raised his wait. assessment. No, 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 no. Mendoza could run for governor if J.B. Pritzker moves on. Okay. You better watch out. Okay. Yeah. I apologize, nerd. <laughs> right, so Madam then, nerd. Here's, do you want the first? Do you want the description of Big Cat or do you want 42? Uh, give me 42 first. 42 is Lisa Duarte, a oh, lobbyist. Okay. Is she a nerd, too? No. Lobbyists, they're like wheelers and dealers. They go to bars. They talk. They, they shake hands. Yeah, they get stuff done. barrel. Those type barrel. of words. Yeah. And then, and then there's Pat Ryan, yeah. like the ri- one of the richest people in the city. Yeah, at he's worth $10 billion. Give me your piece of the bears. So give me the uh, rundown on Big Cat. Yeah, they, they threw in an insult. It's fine. Cats 39 yeah. hosts Barstool's three-time-a-week Pardon My Take podcast, which averages 1.5 million listeners, Sheesh. making him one of the most popular and influential sports media personalities in the country. Joe Buck's got nothing on you. 
He was discovered originally on the Waddle and Sylvie show. <laughs> I, no, no, that's not on there. Okay, no, 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 it's actually uh, Mike North. He, <laughs> 680 The Wind or something? He can, Wind? That's what I did. He really? paid me 25 bucks. His How wife would this? send me a check. He can I'm get, not lying. I'm not lying. He can get almost any athlete to come on the show. Except Tom Waddle. That's not true. And you, I asked you to come on last week, and you said no. No, you you, you were in Mexico. How you could said, you have who's, asked? Who's texting me? I don't know this person. You t- that's a lie. You're just a liar. <laughs> number one in liars. <laughs> number forty-one in the city. Number, number one, one liar. Number one liar. Yeah. And that's a. You know what? In this state, that's quite an honor. Yeah, that means I'm one in both. Yeah. Recent interviewees include Rob Gronkowski and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Here it comes. The show's atmosphere is jokey and relaxed, though they can get guests in trouble. Uh Like when Carissa Thompson of Fox Sports admitted she made up sideline reports during games. That's on her, not on you. Yeah, finish it, and then I'll explain. And the show didn't get her in trouble, but, but that was a that was an insult. You didn't have to add that. But go ahead, finish it. Big explain. Cat, a diehard Bears fan, moved here from New York last year, bringing dozens of other employees with him after Barstool opened an office in Fulton Market. Okay, so I, I am like, listen, I don't like, I, like I said, I don't like mainstream media praise because I always am nervous. Mainstream media makes me nervous. It's we've we've been through these wars, right? I, I have my audience. I love my audience. I just want to live in my little bubble and do my thing and 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 prosper. The Carissa Thompson thing, like we've been doing the show, we've been doing part of my take for eight years. I think we've gotten someone in trouble maybe two or three times. Like that's not. We actually are the opposite, where we come on and we'll we'll cut things out of interviews if we think it's going to burn them. someone. Yeah. So that was a little bit of an insult. Well, who, else, uh, who else has gotten in trouble on the show? Uh, well, we one of our biggest first like moments was we had Kyle Wilcher on, who played for Gonzaga at the time. He, he started at Kentucky, and he said that Adam Morrison had an apocalypse bunker, and everyone picked it up. And that was like maybe two months into the podcast, and it was like our first big like news meeting. And we we're like, this is uncomfortable. We don't want to get Adam Morrison. So. It though taught us a lesson. There's no problem with having it just because you have. Well, he doesn't have an apocalypse bunker. He has some guns and whatever. Uh, But then we 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 got in touch with Adam Morrison. (laughs) He's become a a friend. He came on the show. He was like, I don't have an apocalypse bunker, and we realized pretty quickly, like, yeah, why we don't want to be the show that people walk out of and they're like, oh man, I wish I hadn't said that. That's the worst feeling in the world. So that. That's the only thing. Like I, I'm very but protective. But you didn't get Carissa in trouble. I understand. Trouble. But she I'm, felt comfortable. I never want to said something that she should not have right admitted to or had done. But from my perspective, I've never wanted to do a show where anyone comes on and then trouble happens because that's just that's a that's a bad feeling. And that's it's not it, what whether we did it yeah. or not. It we part like we don't want someone to second guess being like, oh, I don't want to go on that show. Remember, Carissa Thompson got yeah. in trouble. So it's like, and, and the right. fact, that it's, and the fact that it's only happened two or three times in eight years, and then it was in that blurb, it's like, that's not really our vibe. We're the no. opposite vibe. Yes, Where exactly. I've said, like, we have literally cut, we've cut things from interviews without even the, the person knowing, because we knew that would cause a problem. Like what? So we can get someone in trouble. I can't yeah, say the words yeah, that were yeah. said. Yeah. Who's your favorite guest that you've had? <sighs> favorite guest in the whole world? Of all time. In the whole world. I mean, I, I'm partial to Ryan Rossillo because he's a friend, and I always just love having him on. We had him on. We did our NBA preview for this season on Monday. 
uh, go listen. We did our NHL preview today. Uh, we're getting up with the sports. I love that. Yeah. After football season yeah. ends. College yeah. basketball preview yeah. coming Friday. Is it? Okay. Yep. yep. Baseball preview be somewhere around July. Uh, were you leading the conversation with the NHL, uh, the hockey uh, conversation? What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, what? I mean, your preview. What do you got? You said you had your hockey preview. And what do the Hawks season? What, yeah. what, what do you got? The, no, you got the, I, the only Hawks year. question I asked was, is the Celebrini kid like the real deal? Because we're going to get him, hopefully. The the kid who plays at BU, and he's going to be, he's like another no-doubter number one pick. And we have the worst record. I thought this we'll is so far above yeah, their I head right now, guys, Big Cat. You, you guys don't even know you, what I'm you, talking about. We'll take I'm your so word for it. I'm so much more up to speed than you, you guys. You are. You are. But yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, Rosillo. I mean, I love SVP. Blake Griffin's been a huge part of our show. Yeah, there's. A, I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of people. That's the thing is, like, the, the people I'm listing, they have come back time and time again because they know it's a place that we're not trying Chris to Berman. burn them. Chris Berman's incredible. Yeah, he's he's incredible. a fun guy, isn't he? He was, I mean, he, he literally flew here just to come yeah. hang out for a day. Don't you think, though, like, you guys remind me a lot of, of people at Barstool, you in particular, like Howard Stern, where at first you were the renegades, but now you've become mainstream. Yeah, but we're the renegades now, now again. People, we bought it back for a dollar. You know, where people now trust you, and it's yeah. the show people want to go on. Yeah. And now, while you've not considered yourself the mainstream media, right. you've now become more mainstream. Yeah, obviously media has changed where podcasts have become a lot more uh, mainstream and where you know people are listening to it as much as they watch TV shows or listen to radio or whatever. But, yeah, I still... I still feel like we're a little bit of the outsiders. I kind of like that. Um, I know that's probably wrong. You're 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 right in your assessment, but it's it's more the history that we've had. You know, our show getting canceled on ESPN and like all that stuff. Yeah. So, and the amount of times that people have tried to basically bring Barstool down. So, I do have a little chip on my shoulder that I don't ever want to lose. Um, and like I said, I like I like the 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 Barstool Van Talk escapade when we got canceled taught me the greatest lesson in the world it's like and you guys probably know this like when you get in the media business there's this feeling of like what's next what's next what's next i want more i want more having that happen because that was the next step tv having that happen and realizing wait what i have is awesome and i don't need anymore if i can do my exact job that i do right now for the next 10 years and then retire i will have lived the greatest life of all time like that's a fact no TV, none of you know what I mean. Like that's what I want, and so Just it is credit to our fans because right. our fans stand by us. And knowing that you have them, you don't need more. It's like every time we step out of that circle, then there's a bunch of people who are like these guys stink and all these things, and and it's like I don't, I don't need that. I don't you need. You see that. what we have scheduled for three twenty nine today. What is it? Kidnap Big Cat. Yeah, it's yeah. that. The, the, yeah, we're about the witching hour, the to, kidnap to hour. To bring it full circle to you guys, that's why I do this show because I love you guys and I've known you guys for almost a decade now, and I feel comfortable with you guys. And like that's that's why, I like you know, I like to do stuff with my friends. I like to do stuff with people I enjoy doing stuff with. I don't need to do anything else. And you've not changed. That's what I always I, tell unfortunately people. have not. My wife is very upset about that. I've not changed. What does she want you to? She'd like me to maybe dress a little nicer. Really? Yeah. Look at it. Clothes don't make I the man. I wear sweatpants every Clothes day. Clothes don't make the man. No, I mean, I think that's actually probably, uh, you know, not changing is a, is a good thing in my respect. Because if you ask me what I could do, what my dream would be is, you know, retire near a horse track and gamble all my money away. So we know you're going to Saratoga. I think I want to go to Florida, maybe. Really? You want to go to Gulf or Street? actually, no, maybe Del Mar. San Diego. Oh, that would be nice. Yeah. On the ocean. 
just call in every now and then, just have no idea what's going on. Celebrini and Bedard will be like their fifth <laughs> cup, and you guys just be like, who is Who's that Celebrini? guy? Who is that guy? Who told us about him? They put us on to him. That was me. All right. Oh, I love you guys. Well, congratulations. Well, love you too. Um, hopefully, we'll figure out next week. Yeah, we'll see you at the, the combine. Let's do something at the combine. Yeah, I'm gonna. I have to figure out my schedule fully because I want to try to minimize the time that I'm away from home. I know we're the little guys. There. Well, no, no. It's listen. He's not I, changed. I don't want to. I don't want to be. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Rendon. But like my family it's comes your first. Job. Yeah. yeah, and faith. Yeah, I mean, this is why you thank you guys for moving to 3 o'clock today because I, I the schedule, if you think that I'm being a diva, it's actually just to get home because we have some Celtics players coming to the office in 20 minutes, and I wanted to do it earlier than later so I could get home. Who's, who's going Larry who's going Bird on? and Robert Parrish Derek will be White in. and Peyton Pritchard. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're playing the Bulls tomorrow night, right? No, Friday right. night. Tomorrow. I tomorrow think it's night. Thursday, right? What day is yeah. it? Yeah, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. I'll tell you what, I did the one smart thing I did on vacation is on Sunday. So I went Wednesday to Monday. Sunday, I didn't drink. Sober sleep. One sober sleep day. That, I, yeah, I had I, a few I, drinks. You are a rookie vacation. And I smoked you? a little weed. <laughs> All right, <laughs> see you guys. There's part of the All right, we'll play you what uh, Justin Fields had to say about his Bears future. We'll play it coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Hope your Wednesday's going well. Back from uh, Cancun. Waddle and Sylvie together again. Phone number to reach us, 312-332-3776. With the new time we've been doing for the last three weeks or so, Waddle's World at 4.30 now. We're on from uh, 2.30 to 6.30. We cross-talk with Carmen and Yurko at uh, 2.30. And then uh, we start the full show at 3. We go till 6.30 and we'll cross-talk with Black and Abdallah at about 6.15. Justin Steele on the show today uh, a little bit later. We had a chance to talk to him earlier it's something that you won't want to miss if you're a Cubs fan. We'll have some Cubs talk a little bit later. The mid-market Cubs, the way they're acting these days. Remind me to also read you some quotes from Pete Alonso talking lovingly about staying with the Mets for the entirety of his career. Okay. So for those of the Cub fans out there that were hoping for a polar bear sighting on the north side, maybe, maybe or maybe not in the future. Yeah, that's always been sort of the guy that people thought that they would get yeah. via trade or when he's a free agent next year. Um, 312-332-3776. You can watch us on YouTube Live or you can watch us on uh, twitch.tv slash ESPN 1000 Chicago, uh, ESPN 1000, 100.3 HD2 or the ESPN Chicago app. So the the way a lot of athletes do it today, the way a lot of people do it today, younger people uh, make their feelings known is by their actions on social media, right? Yes. Is is by following certain people, by unfollowing certain people. We let Tyler lead the way in describing this because he kind of fits that, that I, I don't know what you say, age group or demographic, genre? Yeah. Demographic, mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you for the correct word. Yeah, and like I, I saw yesterday that there was someone, uh, and this is before I even came back, 
Someone on Facebook was belly bellying. This is an old school thing. Like I still look on Facebook. Someone was complaining that, that both Chicago radio stations were talking about Justin Fields and the social media thing. Uh, Justin was on EQ St. Brown's podcast. It's both, isn't it? Both St. Browns. Yes. Yeah, Amon Ross, yeah. St. Brown, and EQ St. Brown. They have a podcast, and Justin was was on it. And 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 he explained it today. And like, not only did Shefty tweet about it, like right now, just moments ago, the New York Post tweet tweeted about it. Like, this isn't just every everyone. It, it is it has become one of the top stories in the National Football League. This is how athletes of today communicate at times, right? And what Justin Field, where he's going to go, what the Bears are going to end up do, end up doing with the number one overall pick, and and. Uh, if they do decide to trade Justin Fields, where he's going to end up? Is it going to be Pittsburgh? Is it going to be Atlanta? Could it be Denver? What are some of the other landing spots he could could go? And, and, and yes, that this is the way a lot of athletes sort of show their emotions without actually showing us their emotions. Would you describe it as passively aggressive sure. or just passively communicating? I think Bart Scott has said today on Get Up that it's passive aggressive. Yeah, I would think so. So now, listen, I don't, you know, I don't put all of my eggs in that basket. But I think that, uh, again, when there is a trend with regard to how athletes behave with regard to social media, I think it's something that you take note of. It's something consciously done. Yeah. It's always it's hitting the unfollow button, whether it's just one click of a button. It's done with intent. Yes. Um, and Justin Fields was on the St. Browns podcast today. And he explained, and then EQ, EQ uh, pressed him on it, um, on why he did it, and this was his uh, explanation. What's with the unfollow with the Bears? What's what's up with that? Man, bro, I'm glad we're talking about it, because people, why do people take social media so serious? Like, (laughs) But, like, why why are you not following the Bears? Like, I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm just trying to take a little break. I unfollow the Bears and the NFL, bro. I'm not just trying to have football on my timeline. Like, Mm. I know y'all mess with a girl, EQ, especially you. Just because you don't follow the girl on IG don't mean you're not messing with them. That's you know? true. That's true. That's facts. That's facts. But you, fo- you follow you Chiana, right? Hmm? But listen, listen. Me- yeah, that's, that's my girlfriend, though. That's different. But I'm saying, like, when you're single, it's you really mess with the girls you don't follow more than the girls you follow. You, you know feel me? Oh, like, so you're yeah, saying you man. mess with the Bears. You're saying you mess with the Bears more now that you don't follow them. Man, ah, it's, okay, like okay. it's it's something that I don't want to see in my timeline. I'm about to go on vacation. I don't want to see no football. And guess mm. what? Let's get away, get away from every it. Every Bears post. It's either the see who you follow. Nah, it's either who you follow. It's the draft Caleb. So it's like, bro, man, I'm tired yeah. of hearing the talk. We want it's like it's annoying. We want yeah. it. Like, it's just, bro, like, it's time to just. So you're telling me you don't follow no football. Bro, you follow. I follow Ohio State football. I don't follow the NFL. I don't follow the Bears. Bleacher like, Report. Bleacher, Bleacher Report. Report. It's basketball season. They're not posting nothing about football, dog. Mm-hmm. And I post nothing about football. I'll follow him back. Drake London. Drake London, my teammate. What's up with that? What you mean? What's up with that? I'll follow you. You know, you know Drake? Me. You don't follow me. But you know Drake? Um, I'll follow you after this. But nah, not for real. I mean, we played against him, you know, these past two years. But I don't know. Right. Like that. Hmm. I've been following him for a minute, though. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. That's my dog. Um, I just know he's on a... Um... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I was just <laughs> just wondering why he's out in Atlanta or something. Yeah, nah, I don't, I don't know him like that, but yeah, good dude, great dude, great dude. You know, I see, you know how we do. 
So they played together at USC. Amon Ra did. Yes. Yeah, Amon Ra St. Brown was a wide receiver with USC. And he said, "You're not you're not following me, but you're following Drake London, who plays for the Falcons." I believe he's following Bijan Robinson and uh, Pitts as well. Yes. Tight end, right? Am I right yeah. about that? Mm-hmm. There's a major hole in his argument there, and it's that him saying like, "Oh, I don't want it on my feed because it's all all." Uh, keep fields, draft Caleb, like that war going back and forth at each other. The Bears aren't the ones posting that. Right, the right. NFL's not the ones posting that. That's the hashtag stuff. That That's the stuff that he would get. Ta- if he really wanted to remove himself from that, he would delete the app. Well, but here's what I understand. He doesn't want to go on vacation or he probably doesn't even want to see Ryan Poles or any Bears content from the from the combine next week. You know what I mean? You can he mute him. He doesn't want to see any of that. Listen, uh, you, you don't mind having your name thrown around or talked about or sent out in social media if it's all in a positive light. I mean, that's just human nature. If everyone is throwing roses, throwing flowers in your direction, you eat it up. I get it. If, in fact, there is some negative content or there are people that are suggesting the Bears need to move away from you and towards somebody else. I mean, that nobody wants to see any of that no, stuff. I, so I don't blame him. I, 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 I don't blame him at all. I don't either. And I l- listen, when he goes on to say I, I, it's, it's tiresome and he wants to, I think he wants a decision to be made. Either trade him or move on with him. And so he can get back to, to life, which in some form of normalcy. And I'm blaming for that Ooh, either. Raise your hand if you're not tired of it. Like, who, who's not tired of this? Mellor's not. Mellor loves it. Mellor loves Mellor, it. Mellor, are you really not tired of this? No, I, listen, I love the, I love hearing people defend Justin Fields and make their case. I also, I personally am all in on the Bears drafting Caleb Williams because I think he's going to be really damn good in this league. So I'm, but I, like in the, with football being over, and while we wait for the draft to come, I'm totally cool with really? it. I like, like it. We can break down yeah. Bulls basketball, man. I know, yeah, that's the alternative. Yeah, no. Yeah, but, but, I, I love watching Bedard. You know what? The Hawks aren't winning any fo- any uh, hockey games. Haven't we? Haven't we? We have not. We're not breaking any more ground. Haven't we talked it out enough? Haven't we? We've done all we can do on this already. We are chasing our tail to a certain extent. Like there's no real new stuff at the moment. When new stuff comes out, then it will, you know, then then I think that the excitement I, level will go up. I'm ready to, like, get on with whichever direction the Bears are going to go with. And I think Justin feels the same way. Yes. And I think that's kind of what you're hearing. But I'm with, I, I don't know what, what protocol would be, Tyler. Like, if you were just tired of it all, can you delete the app? Or do you just log off? Or do you just ignore mute. it? You can mute or, it. Or just get, like, make a separate account. Oh, come on. Yeah. He would, he's, he would, now he, you want him to create a burner account? It doesn't ha- See, burner has such a negative connotation to it. You, you can want ha- him to start a so, new account? So many people, especially young people, have JF side accounts. Who have, yeah, they have side accounts Which where they are for like certain niche things. What would, what would Justin Fields' account to be? Non-football stuff. Come up with a, a good handle. Three one two three three two three seven seven. Steel seconds. curtain one. I, that's good. QB two. <laughs> Justin Steele. 
There you go. That's good. Speaking of that, we have Justin Steele on today. Uh, and you you even tweet, texted us Steelers. I had the, the autocorrect. You said we have Steeler on today. <laughs> and I'm like, Steeler, we too much uh, talk about the Steelers recently. But but I thought there's one NFL, one Bears insider. And I don't know how much has been made about this. I think when this person speaks and writes about something, it, it's it's almost a done deal. And I thought the way this guy wrote He's got a great track record. In his mailbag, that this is this is as close to it being a finished thing as we've gotten in any in any sort of report. And it's sort of flown under the radar today. Wouldn't you agree? Have we heard much about this? I don't think so. I don't think so. I do believe, though, that since you've been gone, there is a building consensus that is very strong that this is pretty much... You know, a, a done okay. deal decision. I want to read you what, what this person wrote, and I'll do that coming up next. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. All right, I want to, uh, when we have more time to expand on this, I've got something here from Brad Diggs, who believes. That the Justin Fields versus Caleb Williams argument is pointless. And I don't know if I've heard anybody put it quite like this. Um, and like you said, Waddle, and you could explain more that since I've been gone in the last week, that, that maybe it's becoming more and more clear. But in writing, this is at least what I've read that sounds to me like the that it's the most done from at least a writer. I know most general managers feel this way. I want to read you what, what Big Z wrote. Um, Justin Fields was asked the question on uh, the podcast, on the same Brown podcast, if he wants to be back. So there was more to it than just the follow and unfollow stuff. We will uh, play that for you. And Carmen DeFalco goes off about buses today. That led to an all-time Chicago sports rant. You'll hear that coming up in just a few minutes.